0: Right from the heart of Soho London Across our music and culture channels We have a wide range of shows Covering every genre Along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts Here is just one of our recent shows To catch the full show Head to our Mix Club page Or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com <laughs> He's here. Hey. Hello. Hey, so how are you doing? And you're playing the bloody music. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great to see you. I'm so excited to have you in, man. I mean, uh, thank you for coming in, first of all. That's
1: my pleasure. Oh,
0: God. I mean, it's been quite a year for you, hasn't it? Because obviously, you've been DJing everywhere, mm. and now the release of this, and there's been so much anticipation for this because we had Love and Light, which yeah. kind of blew everything sideways. and it it really kind of saved a lot of people in lockdown I think to be honest with you and um, I had a message from um, my friend Aaron who's uh, from the delays uh, Ah, beautiful band beautiful band and um, he said that your album's been soundtracking his entire week this new one so do you feel the love out there for it yeah, like,
1: particularly on this new record. Yeah, I've had so many messages. It's been really, really beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it feels like um, I mean, I just played Heavy Rain, which featured um, which features uh, James Messiah. Yeah. That seems. I mean, it, you've said yourself how dense this record is and how you wanted to f- make it sound like this album was on fire. Yeah. I mean, it does. It's like it, it's like a departure from Love and Light, but even more. I thought Love and Light was intense, but this is like, it's. Both ends of the spectrum mm. and then some. And um did you kind of go into it wanting to make it kind of even more epic? It feels like there's a lot of you. Yeah, I it. think
1: it's probably my the most like complete version of me I've ever put out there. Wow. And I think um the reason for it being on fire was because uh lockdown, as I did with lots of people, it completely changed my perspective on on life, mm. and and in some ways, it. I, I think it kind of saved my life because I was, you know, it's not a unique or a new story, but I was going full pelt mm. in 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 terms of the the runaway train of touring, and oh, I yeah. know you know that one well, yeah. and you can get very sucked into the, the vortex of that life, yeah. and um, and then that world just stopped turning for a bit, and mm. I was forced to. To, to look at myself and what I was doing with my life and, and lots of things so in so in many ways it was like a a, a new start for me mm. I set my old life on fire a little bit and started again um wow. that's how I view it
0: so there's a kind of catharsis here
1: absolutely yeah.
0: and um I like that you know that track um with Hold on a sec, that um, we played The Heavy Rain. Yeah. Literally, was that, I mean, I, I I, kind of, you've been doing some press and promo all around this course. I didn't want to read too much because yeah. part of me doesn't want to ask you the same old boring questions that you, you keep getting asked. But also, it's just, you know, you have to relay the information out there to different parts of the demographic. But yeah. I also don't want to know because I want to know yeah. firsthand as well. But I love at the end, it says, at the end, as dark as the night can go, I know I'll see the light again. And, with this album it's like as heavy and as dark as it can be there's hope in it and there's that's that's
1: yeah that's exactly the that's what i view the album is is it goes into more shadowy places and darker corners of where i've been and and who i am but at the same time there's still a light a burning candle somewhere at the end of it that poem james came down i've always really loved james's yeah. Poetry and how he delivers things and the weight of his voice and the weight of his words. Mm. And um, he came down to the studio. I kind of explained that idea to him. He mm. listened through to the album once, just sat there, wrote the poem. I set the microphone oh. up. He did it in one take, perfection. Oh. Did it, and that was <laughs> it, and then left. And um, But since talking to him afterwards, it turns out that we were going through very similar... Phases in our life at that point, so mm. our energies matched on that, and mm. it was a perfect way to end the album.
0: It's amazing, and um, you've got quite a few collaborations. I'll be right in thinking it's the most the, the mm. most collaborations you've had on yeah, the album right, so far. Yeah. And was it? Did you have a kind of defined idea of what each person wanted you wanted them to do when they came in, or was it more a case of come in and let's see what happens?
1: Um, well, I had an idea. But everyone involved in the record I had some connection with, yeah. they're not... They're not whether, strangers to you. They're not strangers, they're, yeah. either from, you know, like someone like, like Janine from Hate Rock, HTRK, um, mm. just a band who I've adored for so many years yeah. um, and have had some sort of dialogue with over the years. Or someone like Kelly, Lee Owens, who... Yeah. Was one of the first friends I made in London and we worked in a record shop together and she was part of Drone Logic and then yeah. she's back here 10 years later. Um, so they're, they're all people I've met along the, on the, you know, along the road in yeah, some form.
0: they all belong. They all I've, belong on the album, don't they? David? Yeah, You're, I think so. Yeah, yeah, and in your life as well. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Do you go back and listen to Drone Logic and the earlier stuff you do ever, not in that sort of narcissistic way, but like, oh, yeah. you ever absolutely. listen back and think, yeah, I see the trajectory, yeah. I see where I've come from? uh
1: yeah yeah i i i do um i've done a lot of that recently like looking Mm. back and you know yes drone logic was 10 years ago i actually just saw uh the fabric seed i I did was 10 years ago this week i think and oh is um, that
0: the one that's got way savvy on it yeah oh my god i mean i kind of got that track from your Mm. that i got a couple of tracks from that but like (laughs) it's <laughs> such an amazing track, mm. and that is such a blinding um, set as well. That oh, CD, thanks. was that a live recording?
1: Yeah, I did not do it live, but it was oh. based on it was based on me uh, doing the warm up at Fabric, yeah. And that's because I was unknown at that point, so that I wanted to yeah. deliver some kind of version of myself of what I was in that. Yeah. Club, yeah. Do
0: you think you could have con- you would be able to still continue djing if you weren't releasing music? or was it just always I wouldn't want colors? to
1: if I'm honest Like yeah. that, DJing has always you know it, it, it's been an amazing part of my life and it's taken me around the world and mm. given me a life I never thought was possible but the thing that I always knew and this new the making of this record and Lockdown itself mm. they it all um, reminded me that making music and leaving records behind is what I love the most and
0: yeah.
1: that that's who I um DJing is great playing live is great but um if I could only choose one it would definitely be yeah the, the making of music
0: well I can't believe I'm still to see you live but I'm gonna put put a right to that because you're playing December the 2nd I believe
1: I am just around uh, the corner
0: it is just around the corner I can't uh, believe it's almost December
1: ah uh, yeah December the 2nd uh doing three live shows around yeah. this album um the live show started to form last year with the uh Together in Static show at um Hackney Church but yeah. um this is a I've, I did a run in the summer just gone of the new live show which is far far more intense that was a seated lockdown quiet yeah. communal thing and the and, video
0: um, of that was really amazing as well Yeah like i was really happy visuals. with that one
1: Yeah I really happy with that um yeah. but yeah the three live shows this year are paris mm-hmm. uh, London mm-hmm. on the second of December, mm-hmm. Glasgow on the third, so they're all very close to selling out and um I urge everyone they to will come be along sold out in the
0: next five you know, minutes I imagine yeah. <laughs> are they your i mean did you choose those places? are they your favorite places to play, or was it just it was kind of I felt like, for like you? those
1: three i didn't want to do this this was always going to be a short run, and they feel like my three spiritual live homes yeah London, of course. Glasgow, just, just probably my, go fav- off, my favourite <laughs> city to play. And then Paris, France has been a beautiful place to me. So, um, they've really looked after me over the years. Yeah. So yeah, it had to be Paris.
0: Wow, 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 wow. wow. And um, just briefly, I mean, we're going to play some... I mean, do you have like a, a track that you want to hear from the album? Now, obviously, I've got everything lined up. I've also got tracks from... The, you know, you've got the tape and the CD and the vinyl. Yeah, okay, we should talk about that as That's well. Let's go, let's dig in there. There's, I mean, so much I want to ask you, but I have to, we have to fit in music yeah. as well. So there may be some talking over music. Don't at me, don't complain. I, I will put all the music out there. But um, yeah, tell us, so you've got, I mean, you've got it on every format, which is amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah so um, one thing, I made so much music for this record. Mm. Um, And one thing I've always liked about bands I love, um, is that the world doesn't just end with the album itself and so yeah. I love B-sides and offcuts and rarities and you know like that's a, little, a real like,
0: like, music paraphernalia thing yeah, isn't it when you get it deep it into still. it yeah, so yeah, every, yeah, every version
1: of the record CD, vinyl and uh, cassette has its own unique uh, bonus track on it um, yeah and, and there have been B-sides to all the things that have come out so far so yeah the world of Ultra Truth is much bigger than the album itself
0: mm. it, do you feel, I mean I wanted to ask you about Ultra Mm. Obviously, it's called Ultra Truth, which stands alone as a as a beautiful sen- sentiment and, and statement, and kind of perhaps I feel defines maybe where you are now, mm. just by your own words. Yeah. But the idea that Ultra is maybe a character and the album is in, inter is interspersed. Yeah. yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Isn't it? Interspersed with little vocal snippets. Yeah. and you. Mm. It's the first time you've actually mm, like, right. spoken on the album. Yeah. So. Is Ultra a character, and and the the idea that Ultra is maybe like what the front cover is? Or? Yeah,
1: that that idea formed during the 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 completion process. It wasn't the initial idea, but um when when Claudia Raphael, who did the artwork, that that image came up. It's it's an AI generated.
0: It's exceptional.
1: I love it so oh much. Oh my god! It's yeah. like
0: nothing. I've seen nothing like it. Yeah,
1: um, and I don't understand. The process, but I really love that about it. Yeah. It's not meant to be anyone. It's not even meant to be a human in particular. But, mm. but there is a face there, and um, I think this character is called Ultra. And and I would like to think that yeah, maybe all the the spoken word interludes are some maybe just Ultra taking different forms.
0: Yeah, to me, it takes it to a new another level. The the kind of uh, one of the versions is really slowed down, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and just it it becomes almost like a a sonic art installation in your head when yeah. you're listening to it, and and it forces you to listen to the album as a whole.
1: Yeah, that that's always been important to me as well. Because
0: we live in an era where people are like chopping little bit, You know, you can buy tracks individually for seventy nine p, which completely devalues the whole idea of a, an album. Yeah. That kind of don't know how you feel about that. I'm not into that really. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't really mind how people listen to it, but I know that how I enjoy listening to music is an album, and Mm -hmm. this album is definitely intended to be listened to from beginning to end.
0: Mm. Let's have a listen to... um, So we've got uh, Time Takes a While, Trip, Out of Silence, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, they're out, but people may not have bought that format, so we'll get that track. Should we have a listen to one of those? Yeah.
1: What one Um, do you want to go for? Time Takes a While? Let's do that.
0: All right. You got, I've got you in each year at the moment, let me tell you, there we go. So this is available on the tape? I, yeah. yeah. how how easy is it for you to make these tracks is there are there some that you kind of really agonize over and some that just kind of pop out
1: um i used to agonize about making music all the time right um but i i don't i just don't really buy into that anymore and um Mm. everything has to feel good within a day i think that's pretty, good. Pretty, pretty you set yourself much. a day and go. Pretty much.
0: If I'm still losing sleep over it over a, after a week, spin yeah, uh,
1: it. No. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, that's a good thing. Do you think that's come with just making more music and yeah. trusting yourself? I suppose in the beginning, you're like, I don't know where to start painting. The whole screen's blank.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely I've spoken about this quite a lot recently, but I feel a real freedom I have done for the past few years, really. But. Yeah. I just I fell into the real cliched story of your first album is is kind of straightforward because there's no expectation and it's yeah. just everything you you know you've lived up until that point, and the second album comes along. And um, it's not, it's the opposite of that. And there's expectation. And it took me five years to make my second album. And mm. um, that was just because I, I felt like I had to make a defining statement of who I was rather than just Pressure, going yeah. in and making something. Still uh, quicker
0: no, than my Bloody Valentine. Yeah, why about it? Yeah. I
1: know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and this one in particular, like it just, I worked really hard on it, but it felt natural the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um so it's the album has been described as like a career defining point for you. Do you mm. feel that's the case or does that put a lot of pressure on you um, or Oops.
1: I mean I think it's my it's my favorite thing I've done. Yeah. Um that's all I can say about that really but Yeah. I don't, I don't no, the pressure not pressure, no, reaction it's been the, the reactions been what I hoped it would be, you know. I, I I was confident in the record.
0: Mm yeah, and you were saying um uh, yeah, you were just saying that you had a good feeling about it as well. Yeah, you know?
1: I just w- I just knew it... Because a lot of these... Well, some of the record got finished quite a long time ago. Mm. Um, but I'm not bored of it yet.
0: No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, it'll take a while. I love that you put Lone Swordsman on it. Uh, I thought that was kind of out and gone and I didn't think we'd sort of hear it in, in the context of an album again. But that was, that was nice to give, like, a little nod to... Yeah, to I go. felt
1: it deserved to be on an album, that track, Mm. Um, and... And this being such a, an honest, deep statement of mine, I, that this was the album to put it on.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we're just just underneath us. Like I said, I'm going to try and get as much music as possible. Um, this is trip, and this is available on the CD. This is the vinyl. The vinyl exclusive, yeah. Vinyl exclusive, and it's all out now. Yeah, it's yeah, all so out now. All out now via Fantasy Sound, um, and you can check Daniel Avery's website and everything.
1: We're, we're hovering in the midweek charts of like in the top 40 at the moment even the top 20 so first first time first time for me no it won't be be number one but but come on we urge everyone (laughs) to go and buy a copy today it It was I mean it's been
0: it's been um in I think in the Deezer chart was number one electronic and maybe Beatport as well Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um as a just a side point two thousands or three thousands
1: of the CDJs,
0: yeah. Where do you stand? Uh, I'm still like, mm.
1: I like 2000 still, but 3000. I don't know. I don't. I don't really mind, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I uh, if I'm if I'm totally yeah, honest with you, yeah. DJing's been a part of my life for like half my life. Yeah. I started when I was 18. I just turned 37, so over Hi. over half. And you look 23, Daniel. What <laughs> oh, how are you thanks. eating? <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, <sighs> Um, But recently, uh, and particularly with this new album, that creation of the music has really taken over. So I really love DJing. But if I'm honest, I haven't really been paying that much attention to the technology around
0: it. Yeah, true. Um, What about the technology you're using to make the album? Mm. Is that something that you kind of have to you have to rethink when you play out live or can you sort of condense it in a way where it's? you know you can kind of funnel it into what you're using live because it's already recorded yeah or.
1: i've I've worked really hard on on making the live show kind of streamlined and also uh that i want i was adamant that i didn't want to just get up yeah and recreate what i was doing in the studio. it had to be yeah the live show is, is a is a real like experience yeah and um I, I went back to all the the rock and the metal gigs i loved as a teenager and that feeling yeah. of like walking away kind of a bit breathless from it and i really wanted to recreate that it's not you know when i sometimes when i dj i play these marathon sets ago all night long yeah right. and um but this is the opposite of that it's just a, a real short just sharp a burst yeah, yeah.
0: Amazing. Um, it says here, just to quote you, which is a bit weird, sorry. Uh, <laughs> in creating... <laughs> I'll speak to you back. Um, in creating Alter Truth, Avery went back to many of the things that had inspired him to first make music as a teenager. Pensive, emotive records by Deftones, Portishead, Nick Cave, Mogwai. I mean, I hear elements... At Nine Inch Nails as well. Obviously, you toured of them.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that must... I mean, I think I asked you about that last time mm-hmm. you came on, but... Um, yeah, it's nice to. It must be nice to be at a point where you can put all those influences in the track, and they are subtle influences rather than, you know, it's not like derivative. You can yeah. kind of like put elements of it in it, and that yeah. only. I feel like that only comes when you really know how to get the sound from your head into out, like out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing that I, the common thread between all those things and and my new album, I believe, is that a sort of some kind of welcoming shadow and <laughs> uh, like I didn't want to uh, the idea was not to um, emulate the sound of those of acts course, but, yeah. they, but something that I got as a growing up from all of them was an idea that they were dealing with darker subject matter or at least more shadowy
0: yeah.
1: like, tones but it, but it was not depressing, it was yeah. completely inviting and alluring and um, kind of makes you know that it's through those those sounds and those bands and those acts and you know those filmmakers and everything surrounding that that corner of of counterculture mm. is that's where you find your your best friends and your
0: totally uh, you
1: know I'm, I'm sure you feel exactly the same no, way totally
0: I've always been drawn to. Um, what people may perceive as darker music you know even the cure i'd listen to disintegration for hours and end and not feel like it's depressing i feel like it's more of a kind of cathartic place where you can just kind of feel those things you know but it's kind of coming externally and just the melodies and the chords and the sound is just Mm. something to get lost in and you know but that again like the heavier side of stuff like nine inch nails Mm. or you know some depeche mode Mm. and um like Boards of Canada, I remember finding uh, Boards of Canada like years ago when I first started DJing vinyl, and I just thought, "Fuck, it. you know, it's so exciting to hear stuff that doesn't sound like anything else that yeah. you've ever heard." Yeah, you know. Um, I was going to say because you were talking about other elements of counterculture, like what what influences your music, as aside from music.
1: Um, uh, on this record, I definitely went back and, and from that same era films by David Lynch and David Fincher mm. Chris Cunningham's artwork um
0: oh yeah God.
1: um something about this and I, I also like a lot of video games from that era too which also shared um this sort of I I, I don't know what the, what the overall term is but it, is, it all has a kind of gothic almost like a, a noir feeling to it but but a, sort of, but a very futuristic uh, um a cautious yet hopeful view of the future, but one that mm. yeah. I wish I had a, a better no, <laughs> set of perfect. adjectives for this, but, <laughs> but um. I
0: think the album speaks for, for itself, oh, really. You don't thanks. have to go yeah. and get too lyrical There's
1: something it. A, there's something about that era in which I grew up. Yeah. The, that if if you consider it like '94 to to 2000 ish, something about that collection of bands and artists and. And um, yeah, Yeah. I mean you could even go you could even go deep into like comedy that was happening at the time like some of the Mm. darker elements of comedy like that I love like League of Gentlemen for instance yeah that it all had a real dark edge to it but one that um, yeah I just found so quite human
0: as well isn't it
1: human yeah it's still really human yeah
0: and that that is it isn't it to be human is to have those corners and those darknesses and explore them in a sort of a safe way, um, and just out of this track, underneath us is out of silence. This is from the CD, isn't it? this, is the,
1: this CD is the CD exclusive, yeah, but
0: yeah, just underneath us. So, you have to go and get all formats. I have to go and people keep releasing on tapes, so I've got to go and buy a tape machine yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, did you record this like kind of all over in different places? Or the was majority
1: it? as ever was done in my studio here in London, yeah, or at least it was all finished here, yeah, um, um some was done some of it like the track spider which i think you played earlier or have played Uh, as um was recorded in devon Uh In a really beautiful studio in devon in the middle of the countryside but everything was definitely finished here in london
0: (laughs) well um you i was gonna say because your music has got people through a lot of shitty times and um course Love and light and lockdown and all that stuff and it still continues to get people through their life. Um what bands or music are, have you felt that kind of helped you in the last or sort of maybe a few years or whatever or have sort of comforted you?
1: Well, one that immediately springs to mind is Hate Rock, HTRK uh-huh. and I mean they've I feel like they've got me through dark times like the entire time I've lived in London. Oh wow. And um they were they were actually the band were actually due to do a remix around the Drone Logic album but time Mm. was against us at the time and they they started it but couldn't finish it so this is why all the 10 years on it's such a joy to have Janine from the band sing on the track only on the album um, which she's brilliant uh, she's amazing and um, I mean that's that's a real obvious one for me so that's a really important moment and one of my favourite tracks I've ever been a part of
0: yeah oh should we i think we have to play that now yeah yeah. hold on a second i'm gonna have to just pull it up here we go uh i've got only by nine inch now so here we go only uh so this is only featuring janine from hey rock